So we have know, my brother Jordan again and Satoshi-san joining us this time around. We talked about our Japanese groups before in um, in the previous uh, episodes. and yeah, We stay multilingual. Yeah. On American, on American otaku. You didn't say the name! And, and, then, and then we're on, we're on American otaku. I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> Not doing so good this time around. But... Wrong button, sorry. But, uh, yeah, so Satoshi's from our Japanese groups, and um, and my brother's joining us again. So, we're really less structured this time, gonna, this time around. We're just going to have, like, we're going to free ball it. Free balling it. We're going to free ball if it If there was time. a way to ball something, free ball it free. would be the way. I think that's the way to go. Yes. Um, Satoshi, I don't even know if you know, but this this is a podcast about movies and video games and otaku culture. And but it's mainly otaku culture in in America, actually, because I know otaku okay. culture is, is is different in Japan. But yeah. um, Satoshi, how long have you been in America? Now, uh, almost four years. Okay, and what do you what do you do in L.A. Uh. I'm currently, uh, um, how can I say, revising my thesis film. So I graduated from a filmmaking school. Okay. So I'm uh, revising uh, visual effects for my uh, film. So you're a director? Yes. Very cool. But you've done a lot of CG stuff in the past. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so before coming to the U.S., so I worked as a computer graphic designer in Japan. Okay. And what... Did you have like any culture shock when you came to America? I always ask this, but it's always interesting. Uh, I don't think so because uh, when I was a child, I I watch uh, Sesame Street a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I I like uh, Peanuts, uh, Snoopy's. Okay. Snoopy. What about so, the Muppets? You like the Muppets? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I like these. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I, uh, so I'm kind of uh, familiar with uh, American culture. So, like, when I ask this with, uh, like, ask this to Japanese people, a lot of the time they'll say, like, the food is too big or the food's bad or, like... In America, we're fat, so we like to eat a lot. <laughs> the waiters are bad at restaurants. Just the service in general is yeah, shit. Yeah, you, you service. Ever been to a, you ever been to a place and... Um, and you walk in and you want some help and then you, you talk to somebody with a vest on, you know they work there, and they almost like they act like they're troubled by you asking the question like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. they're annoyed or something. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that? Because I know I know the service field is way different in Japan. I, I, I think Japanese people are more uh, detailed, I think. Yeah, that's correct. American I'd people say. are more uh, yeah. kind of uh, relaxed. Yes. Um, yeah. 
but in I, I know like this is a common thing we talk about at the groups, but in Japan for like in the rest in like a restaurant, you kind of have to press the button on the table for the waiter to come, and uh-huh. but in America there's no button, so they they always have to like, hey, do you want any water? Do you want any of this? Do you want that? You guys okay? And like, I kind of like the Japan way because I don't want them to come over until I press the button. <laughs> Actually, uh, they they don't usually have a button. So some some uh, restaurant have buttons, but it's not always. Yeah, you've been okay. to too much K Town, <laughs> Oh, I mean, I, I remember going. I remember there being a lot of buttons in Japan, man. Maybe maybe it's just the places I went to. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. We know where you not went. that kind of place. We know no where button you there. went. Uh-huh. Kabuki Joe. Uh, when, <laughs> when you're looking that way, Andrew, look at me right now. Where, wherever you're seeing me, I can okay. see. You. I, well, I can. I see you right. I'm this way. I'm looking this way. Okay, I just need to know. So, all right. Yeah. I just wanted to interject because it's weird. I was actually kind of wanting to talk about Japanese films a little bit uh, because it is called American Otaku, and I realized I don't know anything about anime. <laughs> well, a little bit, just because Andrew, but um. I think, what do you, who are your uh, biggest influences, uh, Satoshi, as a filmmaker? Beat Takeshi. Hmm? <laughs> uh, biggest influence for me. As a filmmaker. Yeah, as a, like directors, like, um, I was going to talk about, like, Kurosawa films to a certain degree, like Akira Kurosawa. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry, actually, actually I, I watched Kurosawa's film uh, quite recently. <laughs> Which one? So... Um, uh, Seven Samurai. Okay. What? Uh, that, yeah. Uh, actually, I watched a long time ago, but I don't remember the uh, the story. So I, I didn't I didn't remember the story. Then I watched again recently. What do so, you think of that? So I, I don't know uh, what what influences my film. So, Satoshi, we've actually had this conversation before in person. Satoshi, um, you said you liked uh, a lot of sci-fi films, American sci-fi, and, and you like Ghost yes. in the Shell a lot. Yes. Um, has yeah, that, uh, has yeah. that influenced uh, your films at all? or? Yeah, I think that influences my film, my story and uh, visual style. Okay. Uh, and I think I also... Uh, Japanese comic and anime uh, influences uh, my uh, story or uh, visual image. What were, you, what were some of your favorite comics like growing up? Like, what did you read? Um, I, I can't. I can't choose uh, one. No, one choose a couple. Comic. It's cool. You can choose a couple. Say anything. Yeah, just a couple. Good. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, do you need a recent one or a very old? old? No, something like, that, like when you were, yeah. would you, something that you were growing up on that you think that might have, uh, like when you think back to your childhood, I read a lot of this, like just a couple of different like things, just so we get an idea of how you kind of grow up and what your, uh, what, what kind of surroundings that you adopted into your, uh, may have adopted subconsciously into your filmmaking or your process are things that really um, spoke to you as, as, as a child. It's it's kind of uh, difficult to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually I so when I was a child, I I read uh, girls. Uh, how can I say the comic for g- girls uh, oh. quite often. Yeah, yeah, okay. A shoujo manga, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, be- because the the story is more interesting than 
uh, well, was comics. What what was more interesting yeah. about it? Oh, what do you mean? I mean, you you you. Why did you prefer um, girls manga over boys? Was it the opai? Mm. <laughs> no, that's not. Could have been opai. Uh, There's a lot of opai. I think most. Of, I, I think most <laughs> of the case. Uh, I think mo- uh, most of the case. Uh, what story is about uh, adventure or fighting or something? Mm-hmm. So it's a, a little boring for me. Mm. Interesting. So then, <clears throat> for a social comic, a social manga, a girls comic mm-hmm. is uh, more about uh, drama. Oh, okay. okay. So not, you not, like not, so not, not not always, but yeah, usually. But you like so you drama. found like human interaction a lot more interesting as opposed to just fighting. Like you like to you you kind of like. You liked how people interacted with each other. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. It's just more interesting to see people interacting and, and, and the conflict that people have as opposed to just physical, right? Kind of uh, yes. right? All right, cool, 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 cool. So, so what so, about... Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, for example, so I have, a, I have one uh, favorite. I had uh, one favorite comic. Um, so the the comic artist is man, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, this is considered uh, a, a girls' comic. No, not not considered. So this was published as a, a girls' comic. So this is uh, this was a, a sci-fi sci-fi. How can I say? Basically sci-fi story, but it also a girls' com- a girls' story. Okay. What was the name of it? Do you know? Do you remember? Uh, the the name of the series is Kurenai no Kiba. I forgot the uh, Kure nai, so Crimson, the Crimson something. Fang, Fang, like Kiba, Fang, like. Ah uh, yes, Crimson okay. Fang. Yeah. No. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I I don't think uh, that comic was uh, published in the U.S. Okay. We'll find it though. There's some people who will listen. Who they will find it. I had a question. Since you're a huge sci-fi fan, what do you think are the differences between American sci-fi in general and Japanese sci-fi? <laughs> well, we just steal a lot of their ideas. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just steal their shit. I would. So, uh, well, <laughs> our westerns are best on. Oh, oh, sorry, Satoshi. But I was just gonna say, going back to earlier, like all our best western movies are based on Stop like it. Kurosawa. Samurai movies yeah, like still Seven shit. Samurai, yeah, yeah. Magnificent, Magnificent Seven. No one steals then, better than America. Uh, I, 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 I think so. <laughs> oh, I was just uh, saying, yeah, inspired. But actually, yeah, uh, Akira Kurosawa studied uh, a, a Europe st- style uh, Shakespeare. Yeah, yes, yeah, like Ron did. was King Lear. Yes. Um, Could it? Couldn't it be said? Isn't it kind of safe to say that there are no real stories? I heard somewhere that there are three basic stories. Guy comes to town, guy leaves town, and what was like the other one? Like boy guy, meets girl. Guy or stays in town. Yeah, something like a boy meets That's girl. That's like or, a yeah. Blake Snyder, um, Sid Field, or Blake Snyder. I think you yeah. know the screenwriting books yeah. that were big. That for American movies, uh-huh. those yeah, there's essentially like I think five basic yeah. stories, yeah, so and it's, um, it's, they're it's, they're like that. Yeah. yeah, there's no original stories. There really. isn't. There really. I mean, if you think about it, through all through all the through all time there's just 
we we all have similar situations. So I think like you know coming up, people have influences, and they they just you know uh, when you're coming up and you're influenced by something, obviously it's going to come out in your writing. So I feel that the more you learn about something, and you're it starts off with fandom. You're really avid about something. You see something, you're drawn to it. So subconsciously, when you're telling a story, you just kind of gravitate to that kind of story. So I feel like you know. And and uh, and essentially, like everyone steals from each other, are borrows, are inspired inspired by, it, then they just do it in their own style. So Picasso or somebody said, creativity is hiding your sources. Yeah, he stole that shit from somebody. <laughs> Picasso. Yeah, said. I mean, that's. I'll say again. I don't know. I don't think I said this in any other previous previous episode, but I've written screenplays and stuff. Nothing's gotten produced, but at one point. Um, I realized, wow, what I'm writing right now is Demolition Man. Uh. Like it just turned, and I was like, it's not as silly as that, but like it's the same idea. But then, like someone pointed out to me that Point Break, um, or the first Fast and Furious, is the same exact movie as Point Break. If you think about just the plot points, huh. um, I haven't seen that one in a while. I've seen Point Break recently. I mean, Andrew saw it last. I, Christmas. I had never seen it until Actually, this past Christmas. Yeah, because all right, so Bodie was a surfer, and then he gets. Then he, then yeah, but, yeah. Actually, it is. It kind of is because yeah. Patrick Swayze or Bodie was like a surfer, and that's who they're trying to get. And Keanu Reeves was a cop, so we had to learn how to how to um, surf in order to catch like uh, uh, Patrick Swayze or, or Bodie's guy. So he infiltrated these guys by essentially learning how to surf and then gaining the trust and then taking them down. But I guess in Fast and the Furious, maybe Paul Walker could he could he already drive already and. I don't. You know I don't what? Remember. I haven't seen it since either. high school. Could I can't it? remember. It's weird. I remember actually. Wa- Elephant in the room. We, we're in the hood, so you know you might hear sirens <sighs> and shit. You might hear some this, uh, yeah. crackery Uh-oh. going on. And, you know, crack- can you guys yeah. hear that? Oh, of course, I can hear. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, that's the sound effect. Game off. Yes, that's uh, effect? that's the sound All effect. Right. Or some shit well, happening I- right now. Breaking news. Wow, wow. this is L.A. Everybody, oh, or any big city, but yeah. So uh, I guess, I, yeah, we're good. Um, oh, just want to make sure we don't get robbed or some shit if somebody come in the house. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna pause for a minute, and that brings us to our commercial break. And we will see you guys in a second after uh, after the wires done being filmed. Okay, we're back, and they <laughs> caught whoever the hell that was. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's a common occurrence, you know. You, you and yeah. So but, um, going back to the uh, Andrew's question, so the yeah. difference between uh, Japanese sci-fi movie and uh, American sci-fi movie yes. is uh, uh, mainly budget. <laughs> mainly yeah. the budget, uh, okay. Then, then, then the budget affects the story. So be, uh, because yeah. so even though uh, Japanese people come up with a great idea, so they, they don't have a big budget, so they can't create a uh, complicated uh, situation. So Japanese sci-fi movies tend to very small uh, situations. Not okay. always, but uh, uh, many times it's, it's very so, small situation. So couldn't it be safe to say that the dialogue has to be a lot better and they have to find a lot more interesting ways to talk to each other because they can't put a big explosion or they can't put like some big CG monster there? Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you argue that... A lot of the times, the the interactions with people are better and more well thought out to just rain, to just keep people's entertainment or keep people uh, interested. Yeah, 
could you repeat again? Yeah, so wouldn't you say like uh, the dialogue and the stories mm-hmm. tend to be a little bit better because um, you have to find interesting ways to talk to one another because you can't like blow up stuff. You don't have a big budget, so you have to make the writing better. <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you agree with that or not? Uh, so uh, are you saying so somehow so j- Japanese sci-fi is like the dialogue uh, is better. Like, uh, uh, okay. like, like, they can't do CG, like, they can't do, like, big explosions. So we have to talk to each other really, really, really good. Does that make sense? Am I? Uh, uh, I, I, I don't think so, but. <laughs> you don't think so? Okay. Oh, well, well, it's like. I, it's I, I don't know. The same as an independent film in America. Like, they do. They base it around what they can do with their limited budget. Yeah, I think it's the way he's saying. So it's a more, I guess. Yeah, there's so more I, nuance to the story. Because I guess someone said that about Korean drama. Someone said like the Korean drama is really, really entertaining and it's really, really good because they don't have the big budgets that we have in in the U.S. So yeah. if you can only live in like a three locations, you better damn well be really, really entertaining or find some ways to make that space entertaining. K dramas really took off. But one of the first anime I ever saw Satoshi was the first Ghost in the Shell movie, not Standalone Complex, not the TV series, but the movie. The movie and I didn't really understand it as a kid, obviously. I was, I was like 12, maybe. But um, we talked about this before at the group and through email. But uh, like it seemed like... And I haven't seen a whole lot of Japanese sci-fi. I've seen a, a few. But it just seemed like Ghost in the Shell was really smart. It was like, this is some deep sci-fi shit. Like, Star Wars is, is fun. Oh, watch, and your, watch your words. I, watch love, your words. I love Star Wars. I'm going <laughs> okay. to be there opening day. But it's not quite as... It's supposed to be more fun than it is smart. And you watch Ghost in the Shell and, like, the the underlying ideas in Ghost in the Shell are, are more based... They're actually more based in reality in some ways than Star Wars is. What do you... Do, I mean, what do you think about that? Mm. <laughs> it just... It seems like... And I, I guess I'm mainly basing this off Ghost in the Shell, but it, it seems like... Some so, at so least I, some I, Japanese so, sci-fi seems deeper than American sci-fi. Yeah, so I, I think so. So as I said, so to to create a sci-fi film, so it is uh, uh, influenced by the uh, budget. Okay. But yeah. to, to 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 create the anime or comic, so it's no limit. Right. So it de- uh, so depends on uh, comic artist or anime creators' uh, imagination. So that's why. Many, in many cases, uh, comic or anime is very, very interesting. Then, I think uh, so. Even sci-fi, sci-fi aspect. So, the creators uh, created a more interesting anime or comic than film. This, this you you might, yes, I, well, I understood. Yes. Yeah, because you might be dealing with very um, weird ideas or whatever, but it all boils down to. You know these characters are relatable because even if they're in space or whatever, I think the human side is developed more. I think is what um, you're getting at. But um, I just wanted to point out, though, um, speaking of, I'm going to talk about fight scenes and how I just think, um, and also the discipline of Asian, just Asian, Korean, Japanese, Indonesian with the raid. 
Redemption, like I'm, I'm also a big fan of huge oh. fight scenes where they don't the cut raid, away from the that's, action. Uh, that's that's Thai, is it not? In I don't know, I've never seen. Yeah, it, the actually. raid. Yeah, the, the it's raid. In, it's Indonesian. Indonesian. I had to yeah. look it up. Yeah, the raid. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, they their first uh, hit maybe. And and just we're starting to see this a little bit in uh, Western film more, but where they're so the actors and stunt guys are all so so uh, disciplined that. They, you know, it, they choreograph uh, choreograph these things like a dance. They have it down, like, uh, like the fight, the hammer fight scene in Old Boy, you know, which uh, is kind of infamous at this point. That was Korean. Oh yeah, that's yeah Korean. but he, he, he's, he's switching back and forth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, e- either one. Like, what if Japanese? Uh, you know, there's Ip Ip uh, Ipman. 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 I mean, that's Mandarin, I guess. But you know anything like that it, it's uh i think the stories are good too they're simple stories but um they're i mean not to start up shit but like the nolan trilogy some of my favorite films of all time but they're they're kind of known they're these days their the fights are not they're very horrible. good batman doesn't fight too great in they're it all they're all hooks and uh, like when you compare that to asian cinema like you're talking about it's no contest. The Asian cinema kills it. So here's the thing. In uh, an Asian movie, they'll, they'll shoot the movie around the fight scene. They'll shoot the fight scene for <laughs> months and months and months and months. Yeah. And then they'll... Then, they'll, then there's, there's a, a story. story. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the production, but the, the reason why... Um, the re- I just think the reason why their fights happen to be better is because there's just... They will spend all their time like if I'm like even when working in an American production, you know, even if you do the previs and you and I'm and I'm going, I'm going to risk sound esoteric. But anyway, what happens is in an American production, we get some time to make uh, the fights and we don't know how much time we get. But just let's just say we get a good amount of time to make the fights in America. The story comes first. So say we get there and a lot of the times what will happen is they'll spend so much time on acting in the story which is good which is kind of what america cares about then they'll have like an hour left or a very like the fraction of the time that was allotted for the fights and then they'll say okay bring the fight guys in and then essentially we have to make our day in that amount of time so i know that that's kind of that kind of what could happen on occasion is like the fighting is secondary, as opposed to you go to Asia. It's main, that's the the majority of the time. There's a well greased, oiled machine, and a lot of the same guys do the same fights. And same here too. Like a lot of the top guys that do the fights are the same. That are same the top guys here. But I will say though that Daredevil fight scene in episode two. Remember that? And that's all Netflix. Phil Severa's. That's all Phil Severa's guy. That guy shit was it, yeah. fucking incredible. But Phil Severa. Phil Severa, like they let the reason why the fights are so good is because Phil has his team yeah. of people. And just to get on set, a lot of those guys, like the guy who wears a mask, Chris Brewster, he is a world champion. They're all world champion like martial artists. So when it comes to making the fights dirty, it's really easy for them. Yeah. Because they're used to being so clean and yeah. so precise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of the tricks they can do, they do under the worst conditions, and they can do it on, in ice the same amount of time. So, I mean, just... I don't know if you guys have around. seen it, but the Netflix Daredevil has yeah. some of the best fight scenes in American anything yeah. I've seen in a while. Yeah. But then those are, saw- those are the top guys. Like, a yeah. lot of those guys are the top guys. And also Kingsman. I just want to bring up Kingsman oh, again yeah. because that's a Brad Allen. movie. Matt, Matthew yeah, Vaughn. Guillermo Crispo. Colin Firth. Uh, Chris, Crispo. 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 He's, I think he's in the new one, but 
Brad Allen, either second or directed. I'm not sure. I got to check. But I know that's that's a lot of Brad Allen stuff. And then again, those are those, a lot of those are the same guys. Like yeah. you see the same list of guys over and over and over and over again. Same because. fight choreographer Grispo is going to be uh, Guillermo 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 Grispo is going to be Batman versus Superman. So Batman's going to be fighting really well next time around. It looks like. Anyway, Jordan, what were you saying? Yeah. Sorry, we can just. Oh no, <laughs> I, I was just going to say. Yeah, I think um, I've always made this case for. Um, Asian filmmakers in general, because I used to think it was just the Japanese, but you know, Korean cinema, Indonesian, you know, with the raid and stuff like that, they all have this um, just great track record of uh, Ong Bak. I think I'm thinking of the Protector, though. Actually, it's the same thing. Uh, it's it's the same thing in Thai. It's called Ong Bak, but the American version is the Protector. It's the same movie. I'm thinking of a scene where Tony Jaa is running. It's a one continuous shot, and he's running up this spiral staircase. It's like a marathon Mm -hmm. of him. It was a one shot. Yeah, yeah, one shot. Just like you know, that's what I like. Um, Spike Lee once said, like the worst thing to happen to movies in America was the music video because they were like, you have to cut, cut, cut. You know, they they think that I I hate that. that. I hate it too. But you know. Even with a good dialogue scene, you can still be have it be very interesting without cutting away. That's something and that I felt like Nolan, like hitting, going back to Nolan, he actually did that fairly well. He 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 didn't cut a whole lot. Like if you if you remember the Joker, like shooting the guns in that scene, and like him with the rocket launcher, and then the 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 fire, not the fire truck, but the semi truck flipping over. If you go back and look at that, all those shots. That's a that's the biggest action scene. One of the biggest action scenes of the movie. All the shots are fairly long mm-hmm. for an action scene, and they're all interesting. But he just he does not cut that much. Okay, I gotta go but back and watch it. Too. They're, they're, I gotta go back and watch it. But um, yeah, there are ways. There are ways to blend shots. There are there are ways yeah, to blend well, shots. I always I, I always appreciate people that don't cut a million times. Yeah, it, you know what? It really that, depends on the. It really depends for me on the uh, on on the the story. Like if you watch The Kingsman. And there might be more cuts in that one, but I love that movie. Yeah, there was, but you see the fight in the church, like that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, and, that was and yeah, incredible. they blended shots because there's so much going on that it's just technically impossible to do some of the things that yeah. you need to do. And yeah. one, it's just you just can't will, do it. I will say, I mean, Colin Firth, I, I guess I believe him, but he said that that was all one take. He studied no, it for a year. Oh, oh and, no, uh, uh, the Kingsman. It, Kingsman. I'm I don't know. No, I don't no. know. If, even if you watch it, they, they'll tell you where they blended the shots. And if you see people like Crossfire, yeah, you blend a shot. There's no way. No, you can watch it again. I no don't way. know. It, yeah, it doesn't look as natural, but like... It looks sped least, up. It looks like Colin Firth is doing that, at least. The yeah, mo- it does look like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think he is. Have you so, seen I Kingsman, mean, Satoshi? I don't think so. Okay, you should, you should check it out. It's out on video now. It's pretty good. And John, John Wick, okay. I want to bring up again. John Wick um, is actually very... Keanu Reeves loves, loves martial arts. And, um, and it, that kind of, his look, the character's look, uh, Keanu Reeves plays John Wick. He has long hair, mm-hmm. very nice tailored suit the whole time. They said that whole thing was... It's very realistic action yeah. in some... Relatively... But it it uh, yeah they said they were very inspired yeah, for the by most Manga. part that shit works. I know the guy who did all that stuff, Chad Sahowski, and Chad Chad um, yeah, the way he choreographed stuff like he's the real deal. And they all came up like it's funny because uh, stuntmen were directors, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah that was, he was the director. Like he yeah. was the, uh, Chad Sahowski and Chad actually David, David used Lynch. to be. 
No, no, David. It was David Leach and Chad Sahowski, but they own eighty-seven eleven. Before then, because I used to train there, um, it was Damon Carl who actually coordinated Batman and Superman. Like he kind of left oh, and did shit. his thing, okay. and it was David Leach, and then it was uh, Chad Sahowski, and Chad Sahowski was Neo's original double in the Matrix. Oh shit! Okay. So he's been okay. with Korea okay. Keanu Reeves for a very, very, very long time, and he did all the Constantine stuff, and okay, like yeah, but he's legit. Like all those guys, they ch- they studied out at Dan and Santos Academy. And they all are that's top, top, top. BJJ or what is that? That's uh, it's more Filipino based. It's okay. like trapping, locking, Kali. Like uh, that shit is like becoming a big deal. All the Filipino shit because it's, it's it look it photographs really well and it's and a lot of it's it's practical. Um, yeah, some of it, some of it, but it's yeah. But those guys are the real deal. And the reason why they get those movies is because they they are the real deal. Let me just say this right now. We got a friend out in Atlanta named Matt Clanton. Yeah, I finally yeah, plugged you, Clanton. Clanton, Matt he, Clanton. He uh, he teaches um, stuntmen. Well, and I, he I, like, I've been there. Let me. Okay, yeah. Sorry, let, 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 okay, but it's the yeah, Filipino. Just, he he was the one that plugged Filipino shit to me the fir- at first, and now he's like, it seems like he's right. They got anyway. a lot of cool stuff. See a lot. Um, yep. um, uh, Kali trapping, all that good stuff is really cool. But yeah, his uh, his website. He teaches these. Uh, defense classes and stuff uh, mainly for film it's called act tactical for film mm-hmm. um, and he's been a friend of ours forever and he's he's really good I've done you know I've shot some of the classes and stuff but uh, this guy Jason Kroom um, knows a man I I think it's Eskrima Eskrima um, that he teaches and I got a lot of video of him teaching and it, it's great um, you know, teaching the footwork, and he was—he used to be a break dancer. I guess he still is, mm-hmm. but apparently that—that that physicality of, of that part, like, enters into the yes. footwork and stuff. So yeah, yes. act tactical for film. Uh, Matt Clinton. Jordan, Jason what Kroon. was your what was your original point about this? You're saying that with John Wick and with Kingsman and shit like that, that American cinema is so, sort of heading towards what. Asian cinema has been doing for years, or what was like the ultimate? Like, what, yeah. what was the thrust of what you were trying to say? No, you got it. Um, that was it because uh, yeah, I brought those two up because they were they're very recent examples. I'm not they weren't huge hits in America. They're like sleepers. I told everyone I knew to see John Wick. A lot of people but, in LA um, talked about Kingsman and John Wick, though. Yeah. I don't know how it was out. I mean, LA is kind of a bubble in a lot of ways, so we never really know. I got it later. I it didn't. I didn't even see a theater here that played it. But um, I would have been interested because it was it's Matthew Vaughn and. But anyway, yeah, my point was I'm just really glad to see that and I think uh, taking with, effect. I think the American reason film. why that's happening is if you look a lot of the choreographers and if you look a lot of well, like take Brad Allen, like he worked with the Jackie. Can right? we get some creds on Brad, Brad Allen real quick? Uh, so Brad Allen, he did the Kingsman. He did uh, the what's the, he did Kingsman. He did uh, John Wick. No, that wasn't. Uh, that was uh, I think Darren Prescott. No, he. I don't know, I don't know, but uh, that was that was Chad Sahelski, and I don't know who choreographed it. But Brad, Ab- I don't know. He has he has a lot of shit. I'll I'll pull it up his IMDb. But Brad Allen and a couple other guys yeah. are like changing fight fighting yeah. cinema in America. You think? Or? Well, the thing is, like, like Brad Allen used to work with Jackie, and so he did a lot of okay. he did a lot of movies, and they work a Jackie specific Chan? way. Yeah, Jackie Chan. Like they uh-huh. work a specific way in Hong Kong, and a lot of the guys who are choreographing and getting jobs and making cool stuff. Yeah. Um, any stuntman will tell you or any choreographer will tell you like Jackie Chan is king they always say study Jackie Chan study this guy because like the fighting and the timing yeah. study yeah, all yeah, the yeah. guys from Hong Kong because they have the intricate 
timing and it always comes down to timing right. so anybody who excels in that they're gonna they're gonna be watching kung fu they're gonna be watching trends and it and it, and i think the the top guys right now who are starting to choreograph that are kind of like my age and like you're my age yeah they came up watching that so to For push sure. up the action they're gonna they're gonna look t- to every different thing so they're gonna definitely pay homage and it's just kind of ingrained like when you first start fighting, the first person you watch, they're gonna tell you to watch Jackie Chan. Okay, okay. Because the timing is just crazy. So yeah, it yeah. does. It does seem and like he, like fighting in America. It, it is. It is getting a little bit better. Yeah. Overall. Yeah, and I just wanted to add, um, Mad. Going back to the samurai films, I remember. So I saw Mad Max when it came out, oh, yeah, and I was crazy. like confused. I was like, didn't know what to think about it, and then I was like, oh, I get it. This is paced like a samurai film. I got. Then I looked it up and it was like, yeah, he kind of used like Kurosawa's way of storyboarding things, illustrating it for the new Mad Max, and yeah, it's it's paced like a samurai film, and that's just so interesting to me. Also, they want to make it like not confusing across language barriers visually. Satoshi, did you so, see Mad Max, the latest one? Uh, yes. What did you think about you, that one? Um, it's very exciting. It is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So go back to. The, I just wanted to to touch on the uh, on the Brad Allen thing before we forget it. All right. So he did the Kingsman. He did the World's End, Pacific Rim. Uh, okay. He okay. did. Yeah. Uh, I am number four. Scott Pilgrim versus the World that had awesome fights in it. Um, and some other. He did a. He did uh, Hellboy two, Rush Hour three. There you go. And a couple of uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. So you can check all right, them out. All right. yeah. Shanghai Nights and all that good stuff. How many like out of like would you give like an eight out of ten, nine out of ten, Satoshi, or what's your score for Mad Max? Uh, so how 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 to how to uh, how would you grade it? Score. Yeah, yeah just uh, just like that. So, yeah, no one's gonna be offended. Eight, eight uh, out of ten. Eight out of ten. So you liked it. You liked it quite a bit. That, Elephant in the uh, room. We're getting so. some weird interference with some Spanish. So uh, yeah, anybody learning recording that? Yeah, no, we are. If any okay. any uh, anybody learning Spanish, just feel free to try to figure out whatever the hell they're saying because I can't cut. So Hola. there you go. Um, I I I liked Mad Max, but man, the internet's gonna kill me. I didn't really love it a whole lot because it was like way. It was too built up. But when I when I went into the theater. Like, there's just no, there's like no emotional resonance with most of it. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's just like, there's like almost no not, emotional scenes. Like, I, it's like, I don't even care if Matt, if Max dies. Not even when the girl, like, found out that that, that the place she was looking for really didn't exist or they went past it. And I don't know, man. I mean, it, 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 it was, it was emotional ish, but it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't as much as it could have been. Like, his, if, like, George Miller's filmmaking is like top notch, like the best in the world. I mean, you know, but. It, I mean, as a director, he's really good, but I just, as like the story for me, I don't know, like I, the action was awesome and it was metal as fuck with the guy playing the fucking, literally yeah. playing metal as they yeah. charge. That was cool, Dude. but it's just, it just, I don't know, man, it just didn't hit home for me as much as it did for it everybody else. The stakes weren't high it enough, is that what you're saying? mesmerized me like a, uh, like a Kurosawa film does, except there's probably more action than, say, in Ron. Uh, which is based on King Lear, but uh, yeah, I mean it's easy to follow. I was just kind of, I was like, N- I haven't seen a movie like this since Mad Max. And by the way, it's a sequel, not a reboot. People 
Yes, uh, it is a sequel. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, I think, so it's, it's like, you already know Max. It's kind of assuming that you know him. For me, it was not really his story. It was, it was just like, like with Kingsman, I loved it. It's one of my favorite movies this year. Maybe my favorite. Cause I mean, it it has, it has those like scenes with, um, talking about what nobility means. It doesn't mean being rich. It means you're, you're better than your previous self. That's I need scenes like that. I don't need it with every movie, I guess, but it, it would have helped a lot. And I guess I would have been out of place in Mad Max. But like, I don't know that. But those are, personally, those are my favorite types of films. The ones with like, well, they were kind with, of, with they heart, were with like some heart, heart there. to it. Yeah, like, kind of undertones. But you know, it just wasn't as blatant. Like it wasn't in your yeah. Place. It's like, it's more underplayed you know, for it's sure. Like if it's, it was about you know you know the people being oppressed and then. Essentially. I, I, I think I think I didn't uh, understand every detail of the Mad Max, uh, the uh, uh, recent one, um, because of my uh, English uh, skill. But I, I think that kind of movie is uh, is uh, something uh, people enjoy the action or uh, the impact of the visual. Mm-hmm. I think maybe uh, I'm maybe? asking too much. I don't know. No. Well, if you think about it, if <laughs> you think about it, it, would it I mean, this, the kind of underlining theme is if you strip down what's really important. If you, you you know yeah, if so, if if money so, and everything wasn't really necessary you know or wasn't really a thing if you strip down what's kind of important you know your relationships who you can trust that's kind of like the underlying thing and you know persevering like what to do if you you you've lost all hope you've hit the fucking bottom like do you give up do you die or do you press on it's that's just kinda, like the movie is like they they go to some place they find that's the wrong place then they go back and like. That's well, she, it. well, she loses all hope. It's like yeah, but it's how you get she, there. I think that's it's a journey, not the destination. Like, yeah, but it's like if you think about it, like okay, fuck, like I want to. You, 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 you essentially think if you move to this other place, there's another place where your problems will go away, and then all of a sudden you find out that place does not exist. And you're like, oh shit, I have, I have to deal with what the world is now. Yeah, I had to yeah, yeah. find a way to 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 accept this. And am I gonna give up and fucking die here, or I'm gonna? Or I'm gonna go and fight for not myself, but you know, for the other people and other situations and try to live. What you're saying makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah, they just, they just, just I, the thing is, I went. That movie had a ninety-eight percent when I walked in, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was influencing me when I went to go see it, and I thought it was going to be like the fucking one of the best things I've ever seen. So oh, yeah. my, my my expectations were really high, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, the action directing, holy shit, it's fucking way good. The action mm-hmm. scene, like every fucking little detail. I mean, that's George Miller excels at that shit. Yeah, there, dude. There's yeah. actually rumors that he's going to direct Man of Steel too. Well, I <laughs> that would man, be crazy. He almost he did just, Justice League. Didn't he? He just says, yeah, I'm glad that films get made like that today, even though I don't think it deserves a 98% or whatever. I'm really surprised. Ooh, in this day and I age, thought, if something gets a 98%, I think they fucking deserve it because there's there's so many, there's just so much negative energy everywhere. I know, I'm just surprised. Everywhere. I'm just surprised. Like people, about, like, people yeah, not, yeah, you're right I, about I, that. It's just a hating just, ass. It's a hating ass generation yeah. that we live in. Even if, even if you like something, like you said you like something, you have to defend it. Because it's so easy for people to be I like, ha- I don't look, like I have to, I've had to defend Man of Steel for two and, years and now. And the best at yeah. defending what he likes, yeah. by the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's just in this I, day I and age, we are I, well, hating I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm okay at it. Yeah. So if you get 90% of, of people on board, I think that's a feat in itself. Like, hey, even if I don't agree, hey, 
And John, and just before, we, if we if we do, I would love to get Twitter haters if you're out there. But if <laughs> we do, if, if we do get it, hey. I, I I just want to say that I'm not I'm not like I don't hate the movie. I don't even dislike it. I liked Mad Max. But I just, just didn't think it was, was fucking. Like, yeah. It was just, yeah, it was built up way too much for me. Yeah, you know, and you're entitled to your opinion, man. Yeah. You're entitled to your opinion, brother. Actually, Thank uh, you. Uh, I want to hear about uh, one point more. So, okay. Uh, he, uh, he, he says uh, th- there's a kind of similarity uh, between uh, Samurai Movie and Mad Max. Uh, I, did, I didn't get the... Oh, yeah. Uh, ...about that point. Oh, uh, you didn't... You didn't... I, yeah, yeah I, well, I, I, I didn't uh, get well, how... Why, why yeah, you see that similarity? Why do I see that? Point. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it was done very visually first. I think he d- actually I know uh, the di- the director of Mad Max, all all of them, but for Fury Road he storyboarded out everything visually first and. Oh, okay, I see. Um, yeah, so he he wanted. It may not have. There were parts where I didn't know what was going on exactly, but that his goal was to make it understandable, regardless of what language you you know speak. Um, he was paraphrasing Hitchcock, I think, when he said something like that. He, uh, he wants people in Japan, Germany, whatever, to understand what's going on just by the visual. I don't think it yeah. was as well executed as a Kurosawa film. But it's it was for me it was refreshing to see that in a theater um, in this day and age and people embrace it because it's it is very strange compared to what's normally a you know a a blockbuster in America does that make sense like it's yeah it's just really interesting okay, so, so, it's, so uh, you're saying so it's uh, visual visual oriented or visual driven kind of story. yeah. As opposed to dialogue, I think you cannot. I see. I I think you can understand it without uh, knowing, you know, understanding the dialogue necessarily. They have to um, think. They like have to you, do that with almost every movie these days, though, especially like their big action films. I mean, there's there was talk that they 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 I don't know. If this is a rumor, maybe, but they said that they took a lot of the humor from the Bond films because China won't get it. And if you're if you don't have China in mind when you make a movie these days, you know you you're going to be losing a huge market there. I, I mean, I could see that billions of people. But you know, I'm saying, uh, I mean, Transformers did fantastic, movie. and they had humor. So, uh, well, part, part yeah, of that was the China. It was filmed in China, so they had buzz going already. That 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 last one, the fourth one, mm-hmm. and there was a Chinese star in it. But, yeah, uh, fan 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 Bing Bing fan. Yeah, Fan Bing Bing, Bing or something Bing like Fan. that. Yeah, something She's like, like that. Most, yeah, shout out to, to Bing Bing. Uh, uh, I, I think Kurosawa's movie is a kind of a unique style uh, in Japan because uh, m- uh, most of the case, uh, the movies are very quiet. Mm. Uh, so compared to the so, uh, usual uh, Japanese film, uh, Kurosawa's film is more uh, universal, uh, more action-driven <laughs> style. In, I, so, I heard about, I don't know if this is exactly true or not, Satoshi, but I heard that when the movies were coming out in the 50s, and I know you weren't around at that time, but uh, mm-hmm. Ozu was more popular than Kurosawa was. But Kurosawa was more popular worldwide, so after he was you know, more renowned 
more famous worldwide. He, but he then became more famous than Ozu in Japan. I, I, I don't know the, the order, but so in Japan, uh, both of them are very popular, are, are very famous. Oh, okay. sorry, that's uh... Chris is getting blown up. So, yeah, that's like I've seen Tokyo Story from Ozu. That's probably his most famous movie. Have you ever seen that? Uh, could you repeat again? Uh, to- I Tokyo hear. Story. To- uh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, that that's an Ozu film, and that one is, um, yeah, it's slow. It is really slow, but as you watch yeah, you- it, you do get kind of drawn in, in a weird mm-hmm. way. Hmm. And also, so, I, so have you watched it, Andrew? I, I've I've seen Tokyo Story. Yes. Okay. So I, I think uh, Ozu's uh, style is very slow and quiet. Yes. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So so even now, uh, most of the film is kind of quiet. So not always, but uh, most of the case, uh, Japanese film are very slow and quiet. Is that Compared is that a style that's us. preferred in Japan in general, or is that just the director's style? Um, basically, it's kind of Japanese style, but. It, the styles depends on the director. Okay, for sure. Yeah, like Miike is yeah. <laughs> is louder for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the horror director Miike, Takeshi. Yeah. He, Takashi. It, yeah. Hmm. You had a quiz, didn't you? Yeah. He, yeah, George. Uh, he are you, kind of, what did you say? Yeah, he has a kind of a kitsch style. Yeah, kitsch. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 I, but yeah. Thirteen Assassins was so good. Did you see Thirteen oh, Assassins? God. That was good. Jusan uh, Shikaku. Did you see that one? I don't think so. <laughs> that one's awesome, man. You should see it. Jordan, are you um? Okay. Did you have anything else to say? Because we were wondering if we could get to one this more. Qui- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one more thing. Um, yeah, I just want to say, Kurosawa film, films aren't slow. I didn't mean that. They are slow compared to what we are accustomed to. Uh, meaning, Americans, um, they would consider it slow. I remember screening Twilight Samurai, which is a recent samurai movie. Well, it was 2006, Andrew, do you know? I don't know the exact year, but know. yeah, it's, re- it's recent. But, yeah, people were complaining that it was too slow. and um, I loved it. I, would, I, would, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And it was a recent samurai movie. And, uh, yeah, I think, it, I think they all have something to lend to Kurosawa about that. But I'm just saying for Western audiences, they're going to be like, that's not enough action and you know comparatively that's that's the pacing is different but there's still a lot of action have that's you seen that satoshi it's a tasogare sebe in japanese i i didn't i haven't watched okay it's it is really awesome it does have kind of like an old school samurai film feel to it hmm. um, okay it is a bit slow it's not full of action but it, it is it, it's dramatic and okay. uh, I recommend it. I definitely recommend it. I think it's good in every I way. Satoshi, okay. So Satoshi is not... We're going to move on to the next segment. Satoshi's not okay. actually a gamer. <laughs> but uh, I think it'd be fun if he guessed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, so Satoshi, we're going to have a little video game quiz. Some of the questions are okay. difficult. <laughs> okay. But, but so, I, 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 don't, I don't play video games. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, but um, so if you if you can't answer any of them, it's fine. Um, You'll just so, get a nice fat buzzer if you don't get it. I'm not gonna press it now. Some some are easy, some are hard. 
Um, I, I mixed and matched the questions from different quizzes online to fa- kind of match our level because I know Jordan's level and I know Chris's level. Oh, now. you don't have to preface it. It's a quiz. I want to win the right. quiz. Quiz me Let's up. go. There are 25 questions. All right. Uh, Question. By, by the way, so right right now, uh, uh, Andrew and Chris's uh, video and uh, sound doesn't match. Oh, oh, well, it's okay because we're using. Well, uh, yeah, it's okay. We're gonna record. <laughs> we're okay. recording a different way than than that. Satoshi. It's okay. lagging a little bit. Technology. But the, the audio is fine. We're di- we're recording directly into this thing, not through Skype. So we're cool. All okay. right. So okay. Question number one. Some of these are multiple choice, some, are, some aren't. This one is. All right. Which bad guy was introduced in Super Mario Bros. 2? Was it Koopa Troopa, Lakitu, Shy Guy, or Goomba? Uh, is, who's this question for? This is for anybody that wants to buzz in. I'll, I'll buzz in. in. All right, wait, go ahead. Wait, Andrew, what were the choices again? Koopa Troopa, Lakitu, Shy Guy, or Goomba? Shy Guy. Shy Guy. Correct. Okay. <laughs> that is the correct answer. <laughs> okay. All right. Going to no- question number two, and again, whoever's first. What was what was Nintendo's first try at an arcade game? Was it Super Mario Brothers, Contra, Donkey Kong Junior, Donkey Kong, or Final Fantasy? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. It is. Correct. Yay! I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, that one's loud. I'm going to do that in one second. Okay. Right. So the, these are fairly easy so far, right? Yep. Question three. Which company created Tails? Rare, Nintendo, hey. Sega, Microsoft. Uh, oh. Uh, okay. You want to get... You buzzing in, Jordan? Yeah. Is it uh, Sega? Yes. Yay. Okay. It was All right. Sega. All right. Up and up, the, up in the difficulty now. Question up. four. What is the name of Chris Redfield's sister in Resident Evil? Is it Samantha, oh, Beth, Claire? Claire. Claire is the correct answer. Ah, sorry, was that smashing too it? Yeah, you're good. That was you got it right. He got it. He got it. Question okay. number five. Street Fighter was first released in what year? 1992. Uh, 86, 87, 89, or 99. 87. 87. Chris got it right with 87. Uh, and it was 90, okay. 92 was uh, the, the cha- championship edition. I, don't, I have go. no idea, actually. I know. You're talking about the first one, right? Yeah, Street Fighter 1, dude. Street so one. Street Fighter 1 was yes. 87. No one remembers that. Yeah, the new one was... That's what made it kind of a tricky question. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Question number six. Name the first arcade game manufactured by Atari. Asteroids, Pong. Yars Revenge, Pong, Pong, or Adventure? Pong. Pong it is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Learn my switchboard. All right. You guys know very well. <laughs> <laughs> it's American Otaku, Satoshi. These questions are loaded. Go ahead. All right. Question number seven. Before becoming a plumber in 1983, Mario Brothers, Mario had a different profession. What was it? Was it Landlord? zookeeper, carpenter, Pizza maker or doorkeeper? Oh, uh, a carpenter. Carpenter it is. Jordan with the point. All right. Let's get Woo. some harder questions. Yeah. Harder. Oh, Wrap hey. it up. Wrap it up. Hold on. Uh, let's get a pause real quick. That's my girlfriend. Sorry about that. Girl, you got me All right. Going back to question eight. Let's do it. This one is fairly tough. And Jay's blowing up left and right. No, that, that, was, a, that was a sound effect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> who is, who is Bagman? 
I have no idea. Retired safecracker, escaped convict, bagpipe player, man who collects bags. <laughs> man who collects bags. Incorrect. Um, uh, what were the other choices? Retired safecracker, escaped convict, bagpipe player. <laughs> I'm going to say escaped convict. Correct. All right, what the fuck is yeah, that from? Go. All right. Yeah, no, we find that. Now, th- this one's a little bit not, not too bad. All right, question no, like nine. In the game Doom, which planet is the Space Marine posted to no after assaulting his commanding officer? This is not multiple choice. Mars. Correct. Damn. Yes, Doom. Question number ten. Who plays Mario... In the 1993 film Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that's oh, uh, Bob Hoskins. Correct. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the next few are not multiple choice, so just fucking blurt it out. Question right, 13: sure. Which PlayStation 2 game released in 2003 was banned by several countries and implicated by the media? Nope. Real kill. Incorrect. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. By the media in a murder due to its graphic violence. Time killers? No nope, idea. this one is tough. One of those Grand Theft Auto Vice. Another hint. You play the serial killer, I believe, is what it was. A manhunt. Correct. Okay. The hint I gave it away. Alright, question number 14. <laughs> um, Alright, I'm going to give you a hint if you can't get this. Slade, Reese, Jericho, and Roland Kane are all characters in this game. Double Dragon? I have no idea. Nope. Slade? Slade, Reese, Jericho, and Roland Kane. This is a high, um, high difficulty. It's an N64 game. Doom? Nope. Oh, um, uh, uh. Bond? I feel like Jordan's gonna get it. It's, um, it was that, uh, Final Fight type game. Nope, uh, nope, nope, nope. Uh, okay. I, I have no idea. Dinosaurs. Oh, Turok. Oh, it was, it was oh. Turok. That's the only character. Are you reaching back, man? Yeah. (laughs) Because some current. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're partly retro gaming, so. Oh, well, okay. Okay, question 15. Jumpman's goal is to save the lady from the giant ape in which 1981 arcade game? uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, yeah. Yes, of course. A bit harder this time. 16. The Covenants are fictional military alien races in which game series? Yes. Oh, Chris got, got that one. I'm on fire. <laughs> this, all right, qu- question 17. This one is fairly difficult. What must be destroyed in Star Wars to get to the next level of difficulty? I Maybe this is like the Super Nintendo version? Oh, man. The, this is multiple choice. The which, Death Star, Darth Vader, Death Star. TIE Faders, or Fireballs? Death Star. Correct, Death Star. Come on, that was the easy one. This one is a pretty good trivia question. 18. What was the first home video game console? Was it... It was an Atari. Atari 2600, ColecoVision, Odyssey, or Odyssey. PlayStation? Odyssey. Odyssey. Oh. That was a good one. I was wrong on that one. <laughs> this, I know about shit I haven't even played. Jordan, this is probably for you because we talked about not knowing a lot about Zelda. But All right. <laughs> If it's multiple choice, I feel like we should we should let Satoshi at least guess. <laughs> feel free, Satoshi. Oh, you're you're totally in the game. I'm if just you, if you want to be. Know. All right. Question nineteen. Despite the concerns of Nintendo management, 
The Legend of Zelda met with success when it was released in the USA in 1987. Members of the fan club wanting to share tips and secrets for the game eventually resulted in the publication of Nintendo Power magazine. In order to defeat the final boss, Ganon, Link had to strike him with A. A silver arrow B. His magic sword C. His ocarina or D. A magic spell What do you think? Magic. I have, I have no idea. Silver arrow, silver maybe. Silver arrow it is. Wow! Hey. Goes to point goes to J. Okay. Question number 20. Before its North American release, this famous game was featured in the Universal Studios film The Wizard. Was oh, it? Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3. That is correct. And you have to read the answers. I am good. Yeah, I'm sorry. 21. That, that, that movie is just a commercial for that. That movie is ridiculous, yeah. I rented that on VHS <laughs> back in the day. Question number 21. Before it's North America... Wait, wait. Nope. That was it. Question number 22. In what year was Sega Genesis released in North America? Uh, was it 99, 89, no. 75, or 91? 89. 89 it 91. is. Oh. 89. Yeah, it was. It ran alongside NES, not Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Told you. Told you. If y'all listen back to the other podcast. That is a throwback question. That. Yes. It I just is. listened to that podcast, too. Yes. And I yeah. knew that. I was just like. Oh, I remember it being mainly in contest with Super Nintendo, but whatever. Nope. Super Nintendo came yeah. after. I know, crazy. Um, so number twenty-three. What classic beat 'em up game featured brothers Battle Billy Tones. Lee and Jimmy, uh, no, also no, 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 nicknamed double Spike dragon. and double Hammer? Dragon. Yes, Double Dragon. Didn't you have to read it? Yeah. Released oh. in eighty-seven. I need to This is a pretty okay. good question, I think. Question number twenty-four. How was a player able to warp in Super Mario World? Whistle. Was it Flute. whistle by finding the hidden keys, by take, taking Star Road, by finding the magic whistle, or flying on a blue Yoshi? Whistle, whistle, whistle. Yeah. Nope, not magic whistle. What? Then it's a flute. Okay, what were, what were the other choices? Then it was a flute. All right, let's see if Jordan can get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A, by finding the hidden keys. B, by taking the Star Road. C, by finding the magic whistle. That's already canceled out. D, by flying on a blue Yoshi. Which Super Mario? Super Mario World. Oh, okay. Oh, I know. No, oh. Super Mario World, then I know it. Can yeah. I say it? Uh, I Can don't I know. Say wait, it? wait, let's yeah. give Jordan a chance. Hold on. What, what was it, Jordan? I guess the, the rainbow thing. Nope. I know. It's the key. Nope. What? Star Road. So, you're cr- oh, oh the is, magic well, whistle okay. was was Mario Three. Oh. Super Mario World was the ma- Star Road. Uh, that's a good question, right? That is a good one. I didn't yeah. make it up. I found it online, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> this one is okay. We'll see how this goes. This is the last question, and it's no, it's by no means the best. But okay, here we go. Here we go. In Sonic Adventure for Dreamcast, oh. Sonic transforms into Golden Super Sonic in order to fight the final boss. What is the name of the final boss? Is it A, Dr. Dr. Eggman? Robotnik. Is it B, Perfect Chaos? C, Dr. Robotnik? Or D, Knuckles? Dr. Robotnik. Uh, no. It's either Eggman, Eggman or Robotnik. But Negative. Robotnik is not- You're both wrong. Eggman? You're canceled out. It's Perfect Chaos, actually. Oh, that's whack. That's, sound that's effect. the one I remember about the game with the whale or something. Isn't that that's crazy? The- I would have totally thought Robotnik. Yeah, me too. I mean, I guess Well, that's they changed it to Eggman for, for us eventually. Like, that's what they call him now. Oh, uh, fuck, man. Stuff. I mean, I, I really can't remember it too well, but I remember that was my favorite Sonic game was Sonic Adventure 1. I don't think it aged well. Maybe revisit it. It's 
the camera doesn't track you very well, I remember. But that was a good quiz, though. I mean, it was fun, right? It was fun. Maybe we can do it again yeah, sometime. We do sometime. Yeah, yeah. I think we got it. We definitely got to uh, find some more, um, you know, current ones too. You know, include everybody. Yeah, in. I mean, every now and then. Yeah, I mean, we can mix it up. We every can mix now it up. And then, yeah. I, I, lo- I love, I love the retro gaming myself, though. I love. I do it. too. I love that. I shit. love too. You know. I mean, plus we talked about that. Uh, some of those, some of those questions harken back to fucking episode zero, the pilot episode. The pilot episode. Yeah. So I guess um, I, we're at an hour now. Should we? Uh, should we? Satoshi, we we usually end at about an hour, and well, we run over a little bit. But did you have no, anything actually, else to say, Satoshi? It. Or could you do it again? Could you have anything? Any closing remarks or anything? Saigo no kotoba arimasu I was very surprised about <laughs> you guys know it. <laughs> I was surprised too, but the multiple choice helped. The, the multiple choice helped. You helps, can't do yeah. multiple choice next time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not too proud of knowing more about that than Kurosawa. <laughs> but, uh, well, but Kurosawa know, was a multiple choice. You grew up reading yeah. EGM and GamePro and uh, Nintendo uh, Power. I mean, Electronic Gaming oh, Monthly. I love that. Oh my god, that was Sean my favorite Baby. magazine, bro. Yes. Yes. Andrew, remember Sean, baby? Uh, the worst. He he reviewed all the bad video games. You know, like he did the. That was the a guy in EGM. Um, it was EGM or GamePro, whatever Crispin Boyer was part of too. Um, dude, I was at a fucking party with Crispin Boyer in <laughs> Japan really? one time. Wow. Yeah, fucking, he's still doing shit. I didn't. No, sh- he was talking to some people, but he was there. That's like the nerdiest reference ever, by the way. No, join well, the yeah, Nintendo but, fan club. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're seeing that everywhere. Yes, you know what? Jordan was actually uh, yeah. a Nintendo Power guy, Why right? You? I like Nintendo Power. I Nintendo got Power, yeah. Before the internet, I think that yeah. When we got the internet, I didn't need Nintendo Power, but yeah, like the first episode. I mean, I'm sorry, first issue of Nintendo Power. Um, people lost their minds because it had a whole map of the original Metroid. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I never. I don't. That's yeah, Metroid I, I, was freaking hard. I was a hardcore EGM guy. Yeah, I was. Fucking, I, me too. Oh my god, was that was EGM that was too. my magazine. Uh, yeah, that was, it was such a popular magazine that there was a second one, and that one was like just for like codes and shit. It was it wasn't like as heavy. Yeah, EGM one that was like their main shit, and apparently they stole a bunch of their shit from Famitsu Weekly in Japan. Yeah, but no one could tell because the internet didn't exist. Yeah. I think that'd be a good conversation for our next episode. Yeah, so maybe it. we can sign off. Signing off. So thank you to our guests again. This has been Chris J. Alex. This has been Andrew Bush. And we are Wait, Jordan Satoshi Kameoka. And uh, yes, Jordan Bush and Satoshi uh, Kameoka, right? And yeah. we have been American, American Otaku. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 